All right. Hi, everybody. We're going to talk about, well, what happens if you set up a trust and now you need nursing home care? So one of the questions we always get is, if I do set up a trust and I don't have money and I'm trying to qualify for Medicaid, will it limit where I receive services? And the answer to that is it does depend on where you want to go. So um, one thing to keep in mind is assisted living or personal care homes do not accept Medicaid benefits. They are all private pay in Pennsylvania. Um, so even if you had a trust, your trust protectors may need to use those trust assets if you don't have money, um, if you would want to live in an assisted living personal care home. Um, some nursing homes that do um, that are in Pennsylvania do not accept Medicaid benefits. So depending on where you live, um, you might find that there are some facilities that are private pay only. Um, now, if you are in the Lycoming County area, all of the nursing homes in Lycoming County are licensed to take Medicaid, so that wouldn't be a problem. But some nursing homes do prefer private pay, and they may have a requirement that you private pay for six months or 12 months. And what's nice is if you have a trust, um, there are those options, whereas if you had no money because you've spent it all, you really are limited to where you can live. So really the purpose of the, the Asset Protection Trust is to qualify for Medicaid so you're not spending over $10,000 a month um, on your care. But there is a gifting look back. And so that look back period is five years from the date of application. So, you know, for example, if you went into a nursing home today, August of, of 2020, uh, they would want to look at all of your financial statements from August of 2015 to August 2020. So people are often saying, well, how will they know if I made gifts? They comb through five years worth of bank statements. And if you forget to tell them about any certain bank account or investment, they actually share um, information with the IRS. So any um, any income or anything reported to the IRS would actually come to the Medicaid office and then they would come back and question that. Um, so if you have gifted assets and you need care within five years, what will happen is Medicaid will deny your application. Now they won't say come back five years later, they actually impose a penalty period. So they have a formula to figure this out, but uh, for every $10,732.83 that you give away, there's a one-month period that you would become ineligible for Medicaid. So if it were less than that, they actually do have a daily penalty divisor. But this is just a very important thing to keep in mind because um, they, they have very few ways to forgive this. Um, so we do encourage our clients to make sure that if they do not have substantial assets to pay for care, that they really do limit their gifting to 500 per calendar month. And that's not per person, that's a total per month. So what that penalty period means is, let's say that you had a property that was worth $200,000 and you gifted it to the trust. Medicaid, if you need a care within five years, is going to impose a penalty of 18.6 months after they divide the value of the gift by that penalty divisor. 
So how this might work if you did planning um, and you do go into a nursing home is, so let's say you transferred your $200,000 property in November of 2014 and then go into a nursing home in November of 2018. So you haven't quite made it through the five-year look back. There's still another year left, 12 months. So in that situation, rather than apply for Medicaid and get a penalty started, which would be greater than 12 months, as you can see there, we would just say private pay for 12 months and then the penalty will be over. So what happens if you don't have any money? Um, so in order to private pay for 12 months, your, trust, your trustee may need to sell the property um, and your trust protectors may need to take some money out of the property. Another option would be to take a loan out of the property, depending on the amount of loan that, that could be made. Um, or if you had any children that could pay for care, they could file a lien against the, the, the trust um, and get paid later on when that property sells. So there's a number of options that we would look at. Um, but you might say, well, was it really worth it to put the property in the trust? I still needed money to pay for care. But you'll see in this example, if you hadn't done anything, you could have lost the full value of the property, $200,000. Um, but in this example, you're, you're actually still protecting about $80,000 that would have been subject to care. So if the properties were $200,000 and you need about $120,000 to pay for care for 12 months, there still would be a net profit of $80,000 protected. So we have a couple more scenarios and options of, um, you know, how, how could a trust help me? So we've got Harry Smith has a home. It's valued at $200,000 and he has $400,000 in assets. So he did not put everything in a trust. He put his house in a trust and $300,000. And then he needs a nursing home care in 2018. Um, so he's made it through the five year look back. And between 2012 and 2018, the money he kept outside of the trust, he used to pay for personal expenses, maybe some caregivers or assisted living. So that money is all gone. But the property and the money in the trust, which totaled 500,000, um, are 100% protected from nursing home care because he has made it through the five-year look back. And very important, if that property is still um, there after he passes away, the state of Pennsylvania cannot file a lien against the, the property for the cost of care. So let's say he's in a nursing home for eight years and Medicaid pays $800,000 for his care. They cannot come back after those trust assets. They're all protected for his beneficiaries. So what happens if I don't set up a trust and now I need long-term care? Um, so we've got, you know, we can still do something that uh, in a crisis situation where you've not done uh, asset protection, but we can't do as much. So we wanted to give you an example of how that would work. So we've got John Smith and he has a home worth 200,000 and he has 400,000 in assets. He did no planning to protect these assets. So now he's got $600,000 available for his care. So in order to qualify for Medicaid, you have to have less than either 2,400 or 8,000 in assets, all depending on your monthly income. So in this situation, 
um, he could lose basically everything without planning. Now, again, if there is a situation where you, you need uh, nursing home care today, there are still some options to protect some of that money. So, um, so do call us and we can help you through that. So when you should consider uh, a trust, um, a trust is a good thing to consider when you have your property paid off or you might have just a small mortgage or home equity line of credit. Um, when your children are grown and out of the house and you no longer have to worry about paying for college or you know, large expenses on their behalf or your, your own behalf. Um, and then if you have assets that are starting to accumulate. So as Brittany said, not everybody puts um, assets in a trust. Most of our clients are just putting their primary residence in a trust and that's okay. Um, but if you do have accumulated assets that you don't plan on using for anything, putting them in a trust is, is definitely a way to, um, to shield those. Another consideration is if you have a family history of medical conditions that could require long-term care. So a family history of dementia or Alzheimer's or you know, let's say Parkinson's or any sort of rheumatoid arthritis or a chronic condition where you think, gosh, I really might need care in the future, you really would want to start this planning as soon as possible. And then if you, um, you know, just have a desire to really want to make sure that the uh, nursing home or the state of Pennsylvania doesn't receive everything you've worked hard for, that's when you would want to consider a trust. All right, so I already uh, referred to this, but even if you have not done planning, um, there are some ways for us to assist in a crisis situation. People are often very surprised to hear that. Um, if you are married, we can protect almost everything. If you are widowed or single, we can protect about half of what you have without the pre-planning in place. And what to expect at Steinbacher Goodall on your check? Well, we have a team of attorneys, certified Medicaid planners, uh, long-term care planners and support staff uh, who are knowledgeable about the legal planning, asset protection benefits planning and community resources. Um, so we really work as a team here, which is really great because um, you're really getting a lot of different expertise when you're working with our staff. We also do individualized planning. So the first thing we're going to ask you is, what are your goals? What's your family situation like? What do you want to accomplish? And then that planning that we do is really um, formed around those goals to make sure that they are accomplished. And then really the one thing we hear from clients when they get done with this, uh, we send out client satisfaction surveys to our clients and we are always hearing them say, we have peace of mind. We know that we did everything that we can to control this situation and make sure that the outcome um, is going to match our goals. If you have any follow-up questions for us, um, we are going to give you a few minutes to uh, ask those questions here today, but you can always call our office and we have our toll-free number listed here. It is 1-800-351-8334. Um, you can also send inquiry questions at our email at info at paeldercouncil.com. And our website is also listed there, www.paeldercouncil.com.